Somebody took to con Konoise Ali, and this is the Talkative Lay Ocean podcast. Woo, tomu, Yes, and we're joined here with my co-host. <laughs> now I'm the co-host. Oh my gosh, no way. My co-host, Myla. Asabaini Tutukon. And you know, it's kind of fitting that I do the introduction because... Um, we're talking about food today, mm-hmm. and my major is food science, and I have a culinary wow. arts background. Wow! Yeah, you prepared for this podcast your whole life. I guess I did. Yeah, honestly. just this episode. <laughs> yeah, just this episode. I'm done after this episode. Mm-hmm. By the exactly, way. exactly. Yeah. It's just my laughter. This. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but yeah, Ali is going to, or not Ali. We're going to be discussing our favorite Lao foods and basically making a tier of what we grew up with. Um, of course, everyone's Laotian food experience is different, but I feel like most Laotians understand the importance of food in their culture. Lao people do not skip on food. Absolutely that is like their, their way of bonding with people. Um, so I guess first we'll just discuss how food impacted our lives growing up. So Ali? Oh yeah, um, well, obviously it affected me enough to want to pursue anything food related. Um, It was the best way for me to connect with my culture, basically. And I actually wrote, like, a thesis paper. (laughs) That sounds so professional, but (laughs) it was literally for high school. I I wrote a paper with the thesis that food is a counterpart, but also a connector for a lot of um, second gen, Mm -hmm. you know, kids or first gen kids like us to their culture. And I... I centered it around Laos because that's how I grew up. And I would ask people in my friend group who were Laotian about like their experience with Lao food. And the general consensus is even if they didn't speak the language, the food spoke for them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I feel that. I think that when growing up, my grandparents had, you know, difficulty speaking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause when I was younger, I didn't really understand Lao as much as like, you know, my parents did because of course they grew up with that. And so whenever it was time to eat, they'll just be like, my love, Aiden, my king cow. And that was literally all we needed to understand. Like we would run to the kitchen and she would have like all this food made for us. And we just knew, like we felt the love and she didn't even have to tell us, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I think uh, food is a really good connector just in our culture in general. So I think it's really important for us to, you know, highlight, what food means to us in this episode so yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um i i also have like a similar memory basically my mom isn't one to show a lot of emotion mm-hmm. it's usually the other way around you know mm-hmm. like the dad is that way but my mom she literally only speaks through her food yeah yeah she'll just come into my room and be like she had like a plate full of like fruits yeah and be like eat this mm-hmm. you know or or she'll ask me what am i craving what do i want to eat mm-hmm. and i always give her like allow food that i want to yeah, eat yeah yeah i still do that with her because mm-hmm. i miss it we're at college so like we don't really have access to that i know i like i wish that you know sometimes i just be sitting at my desk you know haven't ate yet it's like 7 p.m. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's because I don't have, you know, I mean, I can cook for myself. It's just not the same as having your parents cook for you. No, yeah. Um, just having that, like, love aspect of them cooking food and everything just, you know, it's hard to be away from home-cooked Lao food, uh, especially cooking in the dingy, you know, 
I guess dorm apartment where with I rats live. Yeah, with like people's dishes in the sink, and it's just their their essence in the air. Yeah, it, just, it doesn't it doesn't fit. Yeah, it's um, not the same as like Badek mm-hmm. running in the air. I know, and I'm just like sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to make this, you know, like um even making the macomb, like it's you know it's smelly but it's that good smelly you yeah, know it like is, it's that yeah. good stink but that's like that's what i love about lao food is that you know not a lot of people think it you know is the most appetizing like smell wise <laughs> that's what makes my mouth water <laughs> no exactly no and it's not like laotian people know it they don't think it smells good they know it smells terrible mm-hmm. but it's like the Pavlovian effect. Mm-hmm. When you add it to the food, you know it's gonna taste good mm-hmm. every time. I know. It's just that smell. That smell of lime and yeah. just the bitterness and the the, the, funkiness. the funkiness of like the fermented fish and everything. Yeah, it just exactly. hits your nose and your mouth just starts watering. Like you're just conditioned True. to it, you know. Exactly. Yeah, but I feel like people though like. You know, I brought the mukung and I forgot what else I brought to school one day and I, I ate it outside. And even eating outside, you know, some of my American friends were like, that stuff is stinky. Like, what is that? You know, stuff like that. And I think at that point, I kind of knew that I was going to get some sort of reaction to it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is the mukung. Like, this <laughs> is the best food ever. Like, you just don't understand. True. Yeah, a lot of I think a lot of foreign kids have trouble bringing their home cooked meals to school just because they're scared of what American kids will say about them. Yeah, exactly. Because like it's not normal to them. Like right. they just don't know how to see outside their own cultures and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, and sadly because of that, when we're young and we do bring our foods to like the cafeteria mm-hmm. at like elementary school, we become the only and the maybe the first and the last experience that person has to knowing it. But like as a kid, you're not really equipped to defend yourself when people come at you like, oh my God, that's so stinky. Or, oh my God, is that dog? Like I know, like stuff like that. I got caught said that like so many times. And it's just like, it gets annoying because, you know, you don't have people coming up to American food just saying like, oh, you know, is that like this animal? Or like, you know, something offensive or just saying like, oh, that stinks. Like, you know, just like coming after their culture. It's always like, you know, they they always come after like my culture for like no reason. Like we have to eat. Everyone eats food. Why do you have to discriminate against like my food, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just think that's um, one thing in my (laughs) childhood growing up. But I think I've gotten better with that. Definitely if... If I have little cousins or anything and they are scared to bring their law food in, I'll just tell them, like, you know, that's your food, you know? Exactly. Like, don't let anyone tell you what you can or cannot eat. Like, that's that's something of your culture. Like, you shouldn't be afraid of it, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's really interesting that, you know, that's kind of shared. I mean, it's really sad, though, too, that that's shared amongst a lot of Laotian kids. Um, Yeah. So I definitely do not want to be afraid of, you know, expressing or being prideful of my own food, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Um, because uh, I learned my my lesson from my first roommate that I had. Mm-hmm. They, for some reason, were so, at one point, were really open about how they didn't want my, quote, smelly food around there. And I wasn't even, like, cooking mm-hmm. because we had a shared room kind of dorm. It wasn't an apartment. And then I was like, girl, the smelly food is the Chinese takeout that you leave in the fridge for weeks. Mm-hmm. You're telling me my food is smelly. Mm-hmm. Like, you do that way more than me. Anyway, like, from that experience, I learned I just have to be upfront. Mm-hmm. I understand it can be uncomfortable if something is smelly, like Laotian food, but, like... 
people that have accepted it and have been okay with it, I've been so comfortable with expressing and learning through my culture and food. Like I, I cooked, I cooked um dom kem yesterday, mm-hmm. and then today I'm working on kapun uh, mm-hmm. kapun, mm-hmm. and it's smelly but it is so fine. <laughs> it is so good. It's so good. They just don't understand. Maybe they're just jealous. You know? They no, just they are. Yeah, they don't know how like to get our tastes you know everyone has a specific taste but you really can't knock it until you try it and they're just like you know they're jealous that's it they're missing some of that you're absolutely not wrong because as um someone that grew up with like the the flavors it's not just one flavor that you get from food in lao culture you get Mm -hmm. bitterness you get earthiness you Mm -hmm. get something salty and you know I was able to grow around that and taste every bit of that so when I did go to culinary school it was my expertise that people would ask for, mm. whether it be like Puerto Rican food or Italian food. My tongue was like the God tongue. Yeah, exactly. Because I could taste everything. That's I knew true. what to add and what not to add. Yeah, that's a, that's that's actually really interesting, though, because like, you know, when our parents are like, oh, um, they're making tamakun, they're like telling you, like, seem like, you know, try Same, it. Yeah. Yeah. Taste and they're it. like, how do you uh, like, what does it taste like? You're like, mm, uh it's not sour enough or like, you know, it's not sweet yeah. enough, you know, add a little bit of sugar, or add yeah. a little bit of salt or like, you mm-hmm. know, it's too chem, like stuff like that. Like you can, they, they have these words, you know, they know their taste yeah. and every law person is kind of, they know what to say, you know, if exactly. something doesn't taste right, uh, add some more lime, you know, if yeah. something doesn't taste right, add a little bit more sugar and it's amazing. Exactly. It's amazing. And it's so cool that we're able to do that. Like it's built into us. That's a superpower for sure. Mm-hmm. But on the topic of all these great, amazing foods, we want wanted to come in today with a little bit more like lighthearted topic um because <laughs> last week was a kind of a heavy a heavy topic with politics we're gonna make a amazing tier list of all the Lao foods that we could think of <laughs> we're gonna fight yeah we're gonna fight in this we we went our separate ways before filming and put down <laughs> what we thought um was we divorced <laughs> we went our separate ways <laughs> and we s of course the list starts from S of, you know, sap, sap, of course, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, then of course, A, B, C, and D. <laughs> and we're, we're going to fight this episode. We yeah, are we legitimately are. going to throw hands Probably. for the food that we picked because our tastes are very different. For example, um, a lot, a lot of people are going to kill me for this. I can, I don't like cilantro. <laughs> And it's not okay. Listen, y'all, please do not beat her just yet. <laughs> she, <laughs> she got a genetic disorder. It's a disorder. It's a genetic disorder. <laughs> she, when she tastes cilantro, it is soapy. Yeah. And this is something that is very common. Like, even, like, I have friends that have that. And it's really sad because, y'all, we know cilantro is delicious. Mm. She don't know that. She I don't get help. to. I can't help that. It's literally like everyone's like, oh my God, give me some more cilantro. I want extra cilantro. Cilantro is oh, so good. And I'm like, I don't know why you guys like cilantro. It's like bitter and just, it just doesn't taste good. But to it's me. not bitter. And that's, that's because of your genetic I disorder. I feel like, what if they like come out with a new study and they're like, oh yeah, you know that whole like thing about people who don't like cilantro and it tastes soapy? Yeah, that's not real. That's, that's just <laughs> them <laughs> hating cilantro. I'm like, God, I don't have anything to back it up. And now I'm going to get you know hate for it yeah, your car is gonna get no yeah yeah it's just gonna get beat up beat up exactly I'm, it's not even like this podcast episode 
like it's not going to release and I'm going to go out there and my car is going to be oh, completely yeah. destroyed. <laughs> Everyone in the Lao community and the allies of the mm-hmm, Lao community, they've mm-hmm. just heard you. Mm-hmm, and they, they just felt like a, a crick in their neck. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I, I apologize in advance. I, I promise I'll try to keep this as objective as possible, but also Object. not objective. It's <laughs> my taste. But we're, we're going to be taking foods from these blogs that we found online. So first one is from SeriousEats.com, Lao Food 101, Essential Dishes from Laos and Isan. So for today, we're going to be looking at some of these foods that found we found on a different list on the, online. Of course, these are blogs from other bloggers. Um, the first one's going to be from SeriousEats.com, Lao Food 101, Essential Dishes from Laos and Isan by Jacob Dean. And we're going to go through this <laughs> list and just try to defend our taste, basically. So I'm sorry if it's not the same for everyone, but... It's not going to be the same, but it's definitely not going to be the same. Discussion. Yeah, we're going to try to discuss. So we'll, of course, explain what these dishes are. Laos in English. Like, yeah. Try as much. Okay. For the first one on Serious Eats is kaunil, which is sticky rice. And that is, like, the, the bridge... To our mouth. I don't think, like, there's very little food that you can eat without sticky rice, you know? Exactly. It makes everything, it actually makes everything better. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I don't know. It's kind of hard to cheer this one because it's not necessarily, like, a dish you would eat by itself. Unless you're, like, young. My mom, yeah, <laughs> we would always mix some up. salt. Yeah, that's right. Kanyo and salt. Oh, mm, that's amazing. Yeah, it's good. I would say that's, like... A? Oh, don't kill me for this. What would you say? I put S tier because mm. it's so essential. It's it's actually okay, literally okay. late ocean. Yeah, that's true. Okay, I that's my fault. I change. I change. I forfeit. We're doing. <laughs> I win already. Yeah, you win already. Point one for Alex. <laughs> <Stop. laughs> yeah, okay. it is essential because you're right. It is the bridge. Mm-hmm. It's it's everything. Like when you see sticky rice, know that it is late ocean. Mm-hmm. Even if it's on the time menu as a um, mango sticky rice, sticky rice is late ocean mm-hmm. absolutely when um sai our friend went to visit all over asia he went to thailand it took him forever to find like a restaurant or like a setup that had sticky rice because that's not what they eat in mm-hmm. thailand they eat um chow, which is just jasmine rice yeah and i don't how about i guess we can use that too like how do you feel about that like just regular jasmine rice is that okay uh it's it's more basic than sticky rice. Absolutely yeah. more basic. And that's what I eat here because it's that's what I don't have. have a steamer. Yeah, it is a long process. If you guys don't know how to make kanil, um, basically what you have to do is you have to, uh, I can't remember, it's just the one where you have to let the rice sit in the water for a little bit. Yeah, soak so you, it overnight. Yeah, you have to literally. soak it overnight. Um, and then you have to steam it in this like triangular yeah, basket. Yeah, this basket. And then it's very... Like it's very specific too, because if you oversteam it, it's gonna like you know it's be burnt and yeah. nasty. And then you have to flip it a certain way. Oh, I can do that. I can't do it either. Days. They always try to teach me how to do it, and I always messed up and it broke. And so like you have to flip <laughs> it, cover it up for a few more minutes, and then you have to put it on this tray thing. I don't know what you call it. Like the it's like a basket. Like, like they use like it to dry yeah. things too. If you put it on the basket, and you're supposed to take um something you can use your hands my parents always use their hands because they have like what? iron hands they know? got callous hands. yeah they got callous hands like they don't even the feel the burn <laughs> yeah and they like literally they would divide it and that's how they cool it for a little bit and then they would put it in like oh. the what do you call the baskets um, baskets i forgot 
A tip call. Yeah, yeah. And they would put it in there and it would be saved. And that only lasted like, what, one or two days before it got hard. So it was Do you, hard. Go, do you guys not wrap it with like a towel? Mm-mm, we don't wrap it. We like, we just leave it in the baskets until like it gets hard. But mm. when it gets hard, I guess we can jump into this one. It is perfect for, we don't know the real name for this, but Lao Pizza. <laughs> Lao Pizza. <laughs> it has to be like somewhat hard, you know, for yeah. Lao Pizza. If you guys don't know what Lao Pizza is, and this is not the right name for it because my parents always called it Lao Pizza. Um, my friend got on me because that's not how she called it, but it's basically sticky rice and you mold it and pat it into this patty basically yeah a like fat patty yeah a fat patty like this huge round disc like a pizza basically yeah it's like a pizza yeah and then you put a little bit of vegetable oil on a pot or some people roast it over the fire that is yeah, the best that's thing the best ever. way yeah. to do it and you let it cook on there and like get a little bit of like hard a crust yeah. yeah the crust after you dip the rice patty into this egg mixture and it's usually like egg um some type of sauce salt mm-hmm. sugar yeah badak, the, uh, which is like you oh, know that, the, it's a fermented fish which is like this whenever we talk about something smelly that's what it is but yeah, yeah that's fermented fish to get a little bit of flavor in there yeah <laughs> and then they dip it in there put it back on the heat let the egg cook around it and they keep doing it over and over again yeah. until it forms this really really good like Lao pizza. Yeah, it's a Lao pizza. And that one for me, folks, is S tier. I, I can't <laughs> I can't say no. That was what I look forward to every single morning waking up oh. and seeing that on there. I was so so happy. <laughs> what about you? you know what? I I understand. Okay, she's holding a gun to me. <laughs> I, I didn't put it in S tier, but but I think I can move it to S tier because it's such a nostalgic food. Mm-hmm. For, for me, when my dad would make it, it was always when it's cold outside and he's got a fire pit outside. And he's like, oh, yeah, he come inside. He's rubbing his hands together. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, it's loud pizza time. Yes, yes. That's how he talks because he's a redneck. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> he is a redneck. He's a Laotian redneck. Love that. And, and you know, it he would come back inside with the pizza and it'd just be sitting on the table and mm-hmm. then, you They know, cut it into slices. Yeah, oh you cut God. into... Because they cut it like a pizza. Yeah, That's and they... called that. You would have jobong, which is... I don't know how to describe yeah. jobong. What, how would you... It's like a... It's a sweet paste. Sweet paste. It's like made of chilies or... Made mean? with chilies, yes. And it uses, um like, ox, ox skin. Mm-hmm. That's what the... Oh, okay. This weird worm things are like. Yeah. But it's, okay... Jail is a category of Laotian food that is just basically like um, sauce and paste, like sauce and paste. Yeah, sp- like mostly spicy because mm-hmm. Jail Bong is picante. It's yeah, it's spicy and it's this really dark, almost purple like um, yeah, sauce. It's, it's not really sauce; it's like paste like. It is, and it's so so good. It's like sweet and salty and spicy, and it's amazing. And that's my favorite thing to eat with Lao Pizza. You mm-hmm. dip a little bit in the Jail Bong and you eat it. Yes. It'd be amazing. Um, what yeah. would you say for Joe Bong? Since I guess we're talking about it. Oh, I, I kind of put, I put that in A tier. I'll say at this why I put two. Okay, we agree. Yeah. Shake my hand for I that. love Joe. Mm-hmm. All Joe mm-hmm. go A and S, mm-hmm. like all the Joe in the world. All of them. Yeah. They, they go up there. They're in the higher ups. I guess for the next one we can do is, let's see. I guess Joe Bong was the next one. Yeah, that's Joe We already said that. Okay, here we go. Scene Hang, which is, um, or, Wait, I guess, how, how do you say? Like, it's like jerky. Beef. Yeah, it's yeah. like beef jerky. It's like beef jerky. Um, you can't go any Lao, 
like car ride or road trip, you know, without yeah. having this, like <laughs> you have to have it. It's always um, like sticky rice and then the sun-dried beef jerky. Like yeah. they always had that. But what is your favorite, the pork or the beef? The beef. Ooh, that's hard for me. I, I like, like the, the beef. Pork. No, I, I, I like, I understand the pork because it, but I don't like it because it's more sweet than it is savory. Mm-hmm. And I like with the pork one, I mean the, the beef one, my mom, when she makes it, she puts lemongrass on it. Ooh, okay. And it's it's just so mm. complex and, and just perfect. Mm. That's why I have that bias. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I think the seat hang, I would have to say that is, uh, I'd say it's probably A tier for me. Yeah, it's it's an A tier. Mm-hmm. It's but for me, I'm not even a snack person, mm-hmm. so it's kind of teetering on the B tier as well. But it's really good. Yeah, I would say like it was in the middle of A tier and B tier, but I think pork for me definitely is A tier between like S <laughs> tier, sap sap, and A tier. Mm. That's my favorite. I just love eating that whenever I was going on road trips. I think that was the best thing to eat. That's perfect. Oh, the next one's gonna be hard, and I'm gonna get a lot of heat for this. Uh, so Saiwa is like pork sausage it's a lao sausage basically yeah it's it's um it's different from like the other um sa'uas because Mm -hmm. this one has like lemongrass Mm -hmm. and and peppers in it Mm -hmm. yeah i i really like this it's so good with khao jiao and khao neo Mm -hmm. by itself for me that is pretty s tier uh-oh so i you know this is gonna make me sound bad it's gonna make me sound like I'm anti-vegetables or anything. It's just the <laughs> herbs in it is... I mean, it's good. I would say it has to be B-tier for me. B-tier? Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I think Saiwa so. well, is, like, really, really good. But sometimes they overdo it with, like, the lemongrass and everything. So it feels like... You know, that's the most of Lao food. They, they like to incorporate it. You know, American people like to incorporate the herbs and everything in the sauce. Like, they cook mm-hmm. it with it. Like, but, you know, they, they like to saute it first before putting right. it in. A lot of people put it directly into the yeah, dish. you eat them. Like, you you eat them. Like, ginger, anything, lemongrass, you have to eat it. And, like, <laughs> you, I think with that, I'm okay with it. I'll eat it if I have it. But it's not my favorite favorite because I just don't – I'm not a fan of all, like, the textures within the meat. You know, lemongrass that's, that's is a little – understandable. How do you say Like, splintery? <laughs> yeah, it's splintery. It's barky. Yes, barky. Yeah. Um, But if it does have lemongrass, it's really, really good in Absolutely. my opinion. Absolutely, yeah. It smells so good. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, if – this is the food that I use to, like, introduce to, like, non-Laotian people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because – because it introduces the idea of Laotian food being really herbaceous mm-hmm. and meaty. I like that it's word. It's so good. Herbaceous. Yeah. It is herbaceous. All right. Ooh, we're heading easy. into this one. Easy. This one's easy. Okay. The mukmuang is the green S-tier. mango <laughs> salad. Yes. S tier. Hmm. I, okay. I don't know if I ever like had a good the mukmuang, which is like the mango. I, I don't know. Green mango. Yeah, green mango. I think I think I'm gonna have to put it around a tier because my favorite of like if if you guys don't know what like I don't know how you would you describe like the muk like som, anything. Som thum. Yeah, somtum. It, it's okay. Basically somtum is just a category of basically salads. Mm-hmm. All of the food is just the dressing is the same. There's fish sauce, there's pepper, there's lime, there's sugar, MSG. And then badak sometimes. And badak sometimes, yeah. Depending on the region and mm-hmm. preference. 
that's like the main stuff that you put in it. Mm-hmm. And then some thumb reason it's a category is because it could be the main thing could be different vegetables mm-hmm. or fruits. Even. Yeah. So uh, tamak mong is with green mango. Yes. Uh, tamak thing is with cucumbers. Tamak hung is with papaya. Green papaya. Yes. Green papaya was another one. Tamak um carrot. Carrot. I don't even know what carrot is. <laughs> I don't know what carrot. I think it's just cannot. Yeah, cannot. <laughs> I asked my mom how to say broccoli in Laos. She's like, it's broccoli. broccoli. <laughs> I like that a lot of people, they just like, if they don't know like the, like the Lao word for it, they'll just say it with a Lao accent. Like Lao. Yeah, yeah. How do you say Ing Lao or something like that? Ing Lao. I, I guess so, I guess. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, what is the other one? Tamak Tua is the Tamak green, tua, yes, green, green bean one. Yeah, so if you guys don't notice the pattern already, Lao people can make something with anything like literally anything anything I mean, green apples like the crab apples that you grab from neighbor's trees like mm-hmm. we'll steal it and we'll yeah. make it into like the mug apple yeah i think it's because those fruits and foods are just not native yeah. to Laos, so they just like adapt the english word mm-hmm. here it is better if it's sour anything sour goes really really good <sighs> as yes. um or so, neutral yeah neutral neutral or sour so like of course papaya and cucumbers being somewhat neutral to mangoes and green apples um but you just you just get your mouth watering you know, uh-huh. I changed my mind. Anything something would have to be S tier. It really, did, it really got me dreaming about these foods. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry you've not had really like really good green mango salad mm-hmm. because every time my mom would make it, it was also for a special occasion because mm-hmm. it's only in season at a certain time. Yeah, yeah. In summer, you know. Yeah. And then when she busts that, she busts that stuff out. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh my god. I can already like you hear the the yeah. the coke one. The coke one. Oh my god! You hear the, the silver spoon scraping against the edge. Oh my gosh! Like, true. Yes. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> my, my mom, uh, funny thing about some thumb growing up, my mom would always tell me, "Oh yeah, you used to be a bad kid. Every time you did something wrong, I would." I would like get the mortar and pestle out and I'd start thumb. I'd start <laughs> with a lot of peppers and I would feed it to oh you so you would God. stop misbehaving. And that's why I'm so good with spice now. Mm. And I always would like when we would eat it as a kid, like at somebody's place, they would always watch me. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, oh my gosh, she's going to do it. Yeah. And like the thing would have like 10 peppers yeah. in it and I would not like, I would never like seethe my teeth. I know. I'd love doing it. That's the best part though. The yeah. I know my, my mic <laughs> is killing that. me right now because my mic is like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> We're literally my DSer. It's <laughs> literally the entire episode. But like with, um, I guess like my mom always loved Tamakun like really pet, like yeah. extremely pet. And my mom, mm-hmm. my mom, um, Sadao and Banang, which is like her friends were the, the people that, you know, they were the crazy people with pet <laughs> stuff, you know? Yeah, they yeah. literally like, you know, they were, they were added, they, they added like 10 to 20 peppers. They yes. were like, you know, they were crying, sweating, oh, all yeah. the above, like, you know, but they were living their life and I was trying yeah. to work up to it, but it's so hard, you know, <laughs> but it's, that is, that is probably why I'm the way I am today. Mm-hmm. Like philosophically <laughs> with like, there needs to be pain for there to be pleasure. I like that. I like yeah. that. Bob het boss up. That's yeah. what I say. You're right. That is what That's that means. A, I love that. I don't know. I just think that really bridged over to, like, me liking a bunch of law food. But, all right. So, we have concluded that anything something is S tier. Everything. It doesn't matter yeah. what it is. Like, you can literally something anything. Yes. Anything. Okay, except for carrots. 
Okay, carrots are like iffy because okay, not Thai people. Sorry, <laughs> no, really, like that's a appro- Thai that's people a- was appropriating uh, Laotian food, <laughs> and we can talk about that in a different episode. But when they made um, Thai isan, which is yeah. just basically Lao people, yeah, they took the sticky rice and made it theirs. They took um, um, some thumb and made it theirs. Yeah, and they um a lot of if you go to Thai restaurants here in America, um anytime that you order, they call it papaya salad here. Yeah. Um it's always papaya mixed with carrots. And they're trying to cheap you out. You know, they're they trying are. to cheap you out with that papaya because it's kinda hard to get down here. So they give you American carrots and it's not the same. And of it's course, not- there's not that sourness. It doesn't make your mouth water. Like I'm swallowing oh. my saliva and I keep like that. Yeah, exactly. It's always jang, mm-hmm. which yeah. in, in Lao, jang is like lackluster in yeah. flavor yeah and there's it's always a little bit sweeter even when i ask them to make a pet they don't yeah. make a pet because they they're scared of getting like catching a case or something you know oh whatever they're like oh we can, we'll make it american pet which is not pet you know no i don't i actually don't taste pet at yeah. all when i ask them to make it yeah. pet, pet you know yeah and it's just it's so like frustrating because they also okay they also don't add badak which is that oh. that that Really good, oh, smelly, right. exactly fish oh, fermented, like fermented fish. Like mm, if you don't see the bones, that fish isn't looking back at you in that murky water. <laughs> True, <laughs> it's not. You ain't wrong. And yeah. they, if you notice, if you go to Thai restaurants and they have Lao, like or they have Thai papaya salad and Lao papaya salad, people are like, "Oh, what's the difference?" It's that badak sometimes. So, you yeah, know, sometimes. But like, even then, they 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 don't make it right. They don't make it right yeah. even for Lao papaya salad. Mm-hmm. It's like they keep missing something, and I don't. I really don't get it. Like I, we we tried a bunch of places up here in Raleigh, and they just don't hit the mark. Sorry oh, if you if you're no. listening to this and you're hearing it, but just come on, bring your game up, <laughs> or just take it off the menu. because yeah, you're, <laughs> you're lying. You're lying. You're <laughs> lying. So I don't like, want that to be the introduction to like Lao food. If mm-hmm. Thai people are making Lao food and not doing it like the justice it deserves, mm-hmm. take it off of your menu. It's so hard to. It's kind of hard to. I, I can understand it a little bit because, like, you know, American people have all those um, regulations and padak. I don't think padak would oh, make no. it. There are Lao restaurants that use padak, though. Really? Yes, exactly. I was, like, I didn't know if, like, that would make, like, past, you know, how do you say, inspections? Inspection? You could still refrigerate it. You can still refri- refrigerate it, but just imagine, like, you know, let, let me, for non-law people, let me paint the picture. You're an inspector, and you walk in, you're checking everything out, you open the fridge, and you just see this container, and it has to be the container that, you know, when you were a kid and you ate those fruit jellies, <laughs> it had to be that container, too. <laughs> it was always the fruit containers. They didn't have any other ones, and it was, like, the ones um, that, you know, the, the containers emptied out, and there's this dark murky looking water with some fish parts in it mm-hmm. and it's just sitting there and it's being sus like she's so sus it's it's a misconception like how do you how do you explain that though <laughs> you don't have to explain mm-hmm. it you just have to mark your stuff with you know the appropriate dates and time of what it when it was made but like, don't worry about it if it's fermented I mean, kimchi doesn't get rep. That's true. And traditionally, kimchi is put underground mm-hmm. to be fermented, not I think the it's fridge. Like the, the appearance. A lot of people don't like the look of it. Yeah, of I mean, I have no problem with it. A lot of people, when they see, if they look at kimchi and they look at badak, they'll probably say, like, oh. I prefer the kimchi. Yeah, yeah. I prefer the kimchi. I understand. Yeah. I understand that much, but it is a misconception to think that, like, badak wouldn't pass mm. the regulations. As long as you leave it in the fridge at for when you're supposed to, then you're you're fine, absolutely fine. <laughs> Never put it in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom says me. 
my mom don't put it in the fridge okay, either. So I, I can, we, you can see where I get that misconception. No, I, I do. I don't put it in the fridge. I'm just, I'm just like clearing it up because yeah. we did have to learn about like sanitation regulation mm-hmm. at my school too. Yeah, I didn't. I just didn't know if people, you know, these restaurants are just being lazy and they didn't want to add pedac or like they just they know, don't. Yeah, they, they, they actually don't. don't want to go through the effort of making it. It's a lot too. I mean, it just takes time, but. I guess since we went on that speed, we can move on to the next one. <laughs> nah, and not this good. one's a major one. Nam Kao, I can already say S tier. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm, no. I'm take it back. Take it back. I'm actually the complete opposite. Opposite as an F to D tier? Yeah. The <gasps> D. I didn't even have an F tier because oh I, love, I love Lao food too much. Oh but my God. I didn't have one either. <laughs> D, it's it's a D for me. Oh my God. Why? I already know. Oh, if, let me explain what Nam Kao is. Nam Kao is... Um, this crispy coconut rice dish. Basically, it's you have all this rice and you mix it with a lot of spices like coconut milk and there's uh, mm-hmm. red peppers and yes. soy sauce and all that and different curry. things like curry, like curry um, seasonings. And then you make it into a ball. And after you make it into this round ball shape, you deep fry it so it has this hard crust. Crispy, yeah. And you know what? I love it just there. Like right there is perfect i would I snatch that i would snatch them before they crumble it up yeah and they would crumble it up mix it with some cilantro green onions um they would also mix it with peppers yeah f- fermented sausages um peppers like different herbs and just just different things in general and then you would eat it like you know by yeah. itself with a spoon or with mm-hmm. lettuce in a wrap yeah um, and so that's basically what it is and Whenever they pull up to law parties and I see that, I go straight for it. It's so, so good. Especially if you get all the crunchy pieces and they don't fully mix it, you know. Yeah. Cr- like You want those pieces. I love them. But why do you think it's D-tiered? Um, I don't have that many good memories with it. I, I just, it, for me, it was like you with the Lao sausage. It's a texture thing. Mm. I do like the crispy bits, but that's about it. Mm. So I was like, I don't. I put it in the D because I definitely don't appreciate it fully like a lot of other people do. Okay. And you know what? The more for everyone else that likes it. If I go yeah. to the party, I'm pulling up to the junction. I'm not... I like that. I like that. I'm not touching it. That's oh. it. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I'm not, that's not fair. I mean, I'm going to defend my place. I guess this is going to have to be the difference of opinions. No, absolutely. Yeah. This is the end of our podcast and we're separating ways. <laughs> we are. We are. Yeah, yeah. we're getting a divorce. We're actually divorcing. We're yeah. divorcing over a name call. <laughs> yeah, we are. That one's a hard one. But I guess we can settle. I don't I don't want to settle on this. I'm not settling. No, I'm letting you keep your your mine. ranking. Yeah. yeah. I think because it's different I know experiences. It's, yeah. It's a cultural like um staple. Yeah. When you pull up to a party, that's what you want to see on the table. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, like, I can understand. I'm not really into, like, Nam Kao after it's, like, finished and, like, mixed with all the vegetables and everything. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I just be putting the extra mile and just picking off the, because I don't like cilantro, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, But, That's why you I'm know, surprised. if I could see them frying it out there, like, yeah. you know, they're doing it fresh, I'll snatch it when they're oh, not looking. Yeah. It smells <laughs> so good. I know. It's my favorite. Um, I guess we're just going to have to leave that one up in the air. <laughs> but I'll just go ahead and say mine's S tier and hers is D tier, I guess. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't even remember. <laughs> and this is another one that's gonna get us the next on the list is lop and so what lop is is oh how do i describe this mm-hmm. it's a um, meat salad yeah it's a meat salad so it's like it's not necessarily the same as um the uh the mukung or like any of the somtham no. it's kind of like minced meat tossed with fish sauce and limes and different powders like um mm. i guess black pepper and, and like garlic. Gar- yeah yeah or kaukua which is um like 
uh, dried rice, uncooked rice that's like sautéed and burnt yeah. a little. Yeah. And then grind it up. Yeah. That's one I of the notes. Yeah, that's one of the, like, I guess, like, the powder stuff yeah. you would put on top. Um, and it all is, there's most, um, more, like, veg- vegetations. Like, of course, they're going to have mint and you have cilantro sometimes and just, like, different herbs, honestly. Yeah. And it's, it can be made spicy. A lot of people like it spicy, it of course. It has to be spicy. <laughs> it has to be. Um, but it's just as, I mean, it's, it's, like, from an objective point of view, it's a good dish. It's really, like, fresh and everything. Yeah, um, it's so good. There's different kinds of lop. You have what's some lop guy, which is chicken. Um, lop bed, bed, which is with duck. duck. Uh, lop, uh, what's another one? Uh, ba, yeah, which fish. is fish. I guess you could have anything, I really. Beef. I guess beef, too, technically, but if you have to. Yeah, beef. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and, um. Raw or not. Yeah, you can have it raw or you can have it cooked. But a lot of um, Thai and Lao restaurants, they usually cook it. Yeah, you know? because of regulations. Yeah, regulations. That's an actual regulation thing. Um, but a lot of people like it raw. Uh, so for That's me, true. I didn't actually like lop growing up because, again, with cilantro, not even without cilantro, it's really, it's kind of bitter. The dish is bitter, in my opinion. Okay. And I don't, I didn't like bitter things growing up a lot. So I would, I had to say it was, see, you're smiling at me right now and it looks very <laughs> scary. Like you look, you look like you're going to kill me. After already, this we already talked about this. I'm not going to kill you. <laughs> Guys, she's looking at me really weird. She's no, looking I'm really listening sus. to you. Just, please be witness. I'm letting you, I'm letting you talk. Okay. I'm not saying. Yes, <laughs> it's going to kill me. No, I'm not. But what is your opinion on love? It's another essential for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, most most restaurants will call it larb, mm-hmm. and those restaurants can try to change their menu a little bit because it's a little misleading pronunciation. Mm-hmm. I work at like a Thai restaurant, and they always can I get the larb? Can I get the big <laughs> larb? And I'm like, yes, you can get the larb. <laughs> and I, even if you try to correct them, like or, like not even like correcting them, but just saying it correctly, just be like, oh, you want the beef lop? They'll be like, yeah, the larb. And I'm like, come on, man. We're trying. I know. Yeah. yeah. Somebody somebody said um, they want the the Thai chicken. <laughs> thai chicken? They're talking thai. about Thai chicken. That's yeah. not even a... Like, That's not, not even, even... No, it's not. But it's funny. I know. It is funny. Oh, my gosh. I appreciate those people coming to try the food at yeah. all, though. So, it's all, it's all whatever. We're not we're not hating on people for trying it. We love you guys for coming in and trying a food outside of your, like, you know, comfort zone and everything. And yeah, exactly. Really, like, because lop is kind of one of those dishes that aren't very westernized. I don't think it's that... It's not westernized yeah. at all. It's so... It's so authentic. Yeah, that one's the one that I'm surprised stayed um, because not a lot of people would if, in the Western world like lop because just it's a very different dish. You know? Yeah, like you like like I've been saying, like Laotian food is herbaceous, mm-hmm. and that even the meat salad has yeah. to have herbs in it. Yeah, I love lop. Yeah, most specifically, what I like consuming is the lap guy, mm-hmm. which is what my mom makes more regularly because it's easy to make. It has not just chicken, but also like the chicken liver in it, and it's so good because mm-hmm. she like chops it up. It's so good minced. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it really upsets me that uh, a big part of our Laotian community, Myla. I'm so sorry. It, it she just she hates she hates. I didn't lop. say hate. She I wants to choke lop. She I'm wants sorry. to take it by the neck <laughs> and choke oh, it geez. out of existence because it's so nasty to her. <laughs> You're gonna use like the Westerner like. 
colonizer like type to the description it was so stinky and bitter and exotic and like, <laughs> like it's not it's so it is boring. exotic it is exotic for you because of the cilantro oh, God, I okay i just want to say like it's it's not just bitter because of her aversion to um cilantro but also there's a lot of bitter stuff in there yeah lop is a is um very earthy mm-hmm. because it's it in a way it's like symbolizing how they're not wasting meat mm-hmm. they want to bring it back to the earth in some sense yeah. right so they they take um they kind of like add foliage to it edible oh, yeah. foliage to it and it's just so delicious mm-hmm. oh man just i just like putting it over like jasmine rice and just mm-hmm. stirring it up and eating it like that mm, so that's good. a good one a lot of people either eat it with jasmine rice or they eat it with sticky rice right um, yeah if i had to choose like mine would probably be lap guy too like yeah that's the one you know when my grandma cooks it that's all i got you know that's yeah. all i can eat so <laughs> I, I would suck eat. it up and i eat it and then of course they would eat it with some type of um soup like yeah so i forgot what the soup was called exactly but they would always eat that and ask sometimes i'd just be choosing the soup over the lot because I, I was a kid bitter <laughs> yeah. stuff was, wasn't my thing <laughs> that's fair all right next on the list is cow soy and um let's see if i can try to explain what cow soy is uh it's I'm, basically i've not had it so you never had it yeah, yeah i'll go ahead and do this one so it's basically like this if you ever had wide flat noodles um it's wide flat noodles with fermented soybean tomato sauce, if that makes sense. It's kind of it hard. It's Chinese. It is similar to, I don't know how to like really explain cow soy. Like imagine like the noodles mm-hmm. from Petsu or like um like yeah. any of those like noodles with, I don't want to say it's the same like sauce as like kapun, but it's not really. But like um, it's that tomato, like red, rich, I think somewhat fatty, I like it. chicken broth sauce. Mm-hmm. And I think honestly, it would have to be. I don't know. I said cow soy was either C tier or B tier because it wasn't my absolute favorite. But if they had it and that was like the main dish, because if you go to a party, like a law party, yeah. they'll have the side things, you know, they'll have the tot guy or uh, chicken wings, they'll have egg rolls, um, what are, yeah, tamakung, uh, nam cow, and everything. And then they would have one big pot pot full of like the soup and it would either be pho mm-hmm. um accent which is amazing and i'll explain that later <laughs> or kao soy or oh. even like oh, yeah. someone like that but yeah, yeah. if they had it i would i would try it depends you know okay okay yeah but i guess we can move on to the next one since that one wasn't really you know and this is what i was gonna say so oh. gang som is oh, yeah. chicken soup basically it's just chicken oh. soup with fish sauce and I never had it with tamarind. Are you sure? Mm-mm. I don't think I've had it with tamarind. Isn't it tangy when you have it? Just a little bit. Maybe they did, but yeah, I just they, didn't know. They do add like tamarind powder. That's mm. what my mom uses. Okay. Yeah, they uh if um and if you guys don't know what tamarind is, it's like fruit. Is it fruit? Yeah, it's a legume actually. Oh, Technically a it's a legume. If you see that dark it looks like a dark thick fat green bean. That's it that's, is, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, like this soft sweet pasty oh, like yeah. a little bit tangy um but i never really liked eating tamarind when growing up but did. it did make a huge impact in like yeah you know. if you've ever had um pot thai mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah tamarind is the pr- pronounced flavor in it it's sweet and mm-hmm. it's sour yeah that's uh, that's basically what they use pad thai with i always thought they made pad thai with peanut sauce and that's what made oh. it sweet so i know <laughs> took away everyone that like felt bad now they realize it but it's okay misinformation yeah good. so yeah it's good it's i good, like misinformation you know, because like, every single time someone be like hey can i have pad thai but i'm like just peanuts and i'll be like oh wait it's made with like i thought it was like with sauce like you know it's only sauce. it's only um garnished with peanuts. yeah 
nuts. And so I was like, oh, you can't have that. <laughs> I feel so bad. I'm like, oh, shoot. I didn't know it was made with tamarind sauce because I always thought the sweetness was from peanuts um, or peanut butter. And so we have gangsom. And so I guess like this dish is really made for uh, it was always made in the winter. For like cold months, especially oh, yeah. when it's snowing, we would eat. I would have gingsom and then I would take uh-huh. some sticky rice and make tiny, tiny balls and then like drop it in drop there. It in, yeah. And then I would eat it as the sticky rice soaks Ooh. it. And that was so good. That's S tier. And that's S tier for me because that was my childhood right there. Every yeah. time I was sick, like anything, I would have gingsom. And of oh course, gosh, yeah. that is normally paired with lop. And so any lop guy, they would make that and then they would have... Um, gangsom on the side yeah for like you know the palate cleanser kind of basically yeah and yeah. then you know you would switch on and off between them but mm. i would always stick to the soup because i didn't like lobs <laughs> that's I my bad i love that you're mm-hmm. right it is is so nostalgic mm-hmm. my mom she'll she'll just make it because it's the easiest thing to make at the moment mm-hmm. we have chicken we have tamarind powder oh, yeah she just puts it all together with some peppers and mm-hmm. that's it i feel like i can make that at my dorm oh, like i have the yeah, pot and could. everything yes. and it's really easy and if you guys don't know like gang means like soup and salt means sour so it's like sour soup basically yeah basically so that's that's basically it but oh the next one is kapun which oh. is oh yeah it's the soup with fermented noodles and that is like the noodles that we're talking about how do i describe it it's like rice noodles but it's fermented oh fermented yeah and it's like the long it looks like Lao spaghetti almost like it's yes yeah, yeah it's that same shape and same size um but with uh, the soup it's it's the same like color as cow soy it's that rich fatty red like red creamy coconut soup yeah like base mm-hmm. um what did you put for this one <sighs> okay i have to really think about this because i love cup one be, especially if you have like blood tofu in it mm, yeah i, I kind of put that I gotta put that in the S. I actually do gotta put it in the S because I love when they put cabbage in it too. Mm. I'm sorry. What you gotta say? B tier. I wasn't the biggest fan of Kapun growing up, but I I do have to agree. If they put Lut, which is like, if I I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, it's that, I don't know how to make it sound like appetizing. It's appetizing to us, but it's basically cow blood, right? Or say grass. Pig's blood. Pig's blood, sorry. Pig's blood, and they. It's coagulated. Yeah, coagulated, and they boil it, and they chop it up into cubes. So it's like, it's like pig blood jello. That's why I called it, like, yeah, blood tofu. <laughs> yeah, it's basically it, but it's so, so good. Like, eating it, it with kalpiak scent, yes. uh, just kalpiak in general. Any soup is so, so good. Yeah, exactly. But I, my, every old adult growing up, like, when I was little, they would always be like, oh, you don't want that. Like, you, you <laughs> don't like just it. Wanted it. Yeah, they wanted it for themselves. That stuff is hard to find, you know? And it I was actually. like, you know, I was just like, give me, give me my look. I want it now. <laughs> I was like, that stuff is good. Yeah, it's coagulated. It's good. I give that an S. Mm. Oh my gosh, the next one. Oh my God. I'm going to fight for this. Okay, so the next one is my absolute favorite. This is the S tier, the S tier. <laughs> it is Gang No Mai. And what is Gang No Mai is this bamboo and. Yenang. Yenang, like leaf, leaf. leaf yeah. stew. I, I don't know how to describe it. It's a really long, long process to make. Yeah, it is. You have to boil the meat until it's so, so soft. And some people use chicken. My mom uses like beef mm-hmm. or pork. Um, yeah. And so what you do basically is you boil the um, beef in the broth for a really, really long time. Mm-hmm. And when you mix in all the vegetables, like it's all these different like types of spinach and the yanang plant. Yeah. Um, it turns this 
broth and choose like a green yeah deep like green, deep forest green, green forest color. green color and it's so good and it has like different things like bamboo shoots garlic chilies of course badak in there because oh, delicious <laughs> yeah. um and what makes it so good too is that how do i describe this when you another thing that they do is they grind up rice yes they sure, do and they put the rice powder in there so it th- it's like cornstarch but it's like cornstarch yeah, yeah. It, thic- it's it like, thickens it up it's like their roux if you yeah, know what yeah is, yeah yeah um so they like to thicken it up with that uh the powdered rice basically yeah um and after a while they add a little bit of um a lot of actually not a little bit they add a lot of mushrooms yeah <laughs> like I all the mushrooms. mushrooms enoki mushrooms um shiitake mushrooms sometimes what's some other ones wood ear mushrooms yeah wood ear mushrooms oh the wood ear mushrooms that's, that's the good. best one yeah that's, that's the best, best one. one and they would my favorite is when they add quail eggs and that oh, is so good the quail egg. i actually like when they add pumpkin to it too mm, i i'm a I don't like pumpkin or squash in mine. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like the texture of it. It's too soft. I like that it's soft. That's mm. what I like. It's such a difference between like, okay, the reason so, it basically gangnomai is like one of the stews of Laos mm-hmm. and the other one being lam because they use the same um, powdered rice yeah. to thicken. And if you add pumpkin, it's like the potato in like an American okay, stew. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I just didn't like the sweetness that squash and pumpkin gave. That's to, fair. Um, yeah. It's just, it made it too sweet and it gave it like this really creamy texture. And I was like, I don't know. I didn't really like it as much, but I just really love the mushrooms. Oh, yes. It is kind of a bitter dish, but I think as I grew up, I got used to it. I know that like <laughs> makes me sound hypocritical because a lot. Not sorry. really. No, not really. Because I think it's a very balanced oh, yeah. dish. Yeah. It's a, it's so, so good. It's like so fragrant and it's yeah. just, I just love it. And that is completely S tier. My mom would tell me like, you know, she's making gangnomai today and I would run home. I'd be like, I'm ready. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> yeah, it is good. Mm. I like it. But yeah, that would that would have to be um that would have to be the top of the top. Ooh, this next one. So <laughs> um I don't know, it's like Bing Hua Dai Kai, which is grilled chicken hearts. Yeah. That's not that's not unique yeah. to Laos because we live in the south and yeah. they love like liver chicken innards. Chicken. Yeah, yeah, any innards that you know people normally toss away like liver. Oh, liver's good. You we pull up to KFC and just be like we want fried chicken liver. Have yeah. you ever had that? Yeah. Yeah. Um and we'll just be like, you know, we want this and that. Any pieces that you don't want, fry it up and we'll eat it, you know? Yeah. Um the thing about grilled chicken hearts is that we ha- we always had it boiled in like the soup, so it it collected the flavor, but it was also the texture wise, it was very very chewy, like, rubbery. It was very yeah. rubbery and chewy. So for me, I didn't really like it as much. I think I had that was the one D tier that I or one of the oh. D tiers that I had just okay, because it I wasn't see. my favorite. I see. I what see. is yours? <laughs> um, I actually put it in um the B tier. Oh my, that's different. Yeah. It's a little different, yeah, but I I actually started to appreciate the earthy flavors a lot more, which is why we have such difference in mm-hmm. our ranking system sometimes, but yeah, it's a B tier because I have a lot of good memories eating that. That's fair. I think also how the dish is prepared in our experiences with the really different, different preparations, yeah, is different. I think with mine it was always bland, like they and not bland, but they wouldn't toss it in sauce they would let it boil (laughs) in yeah they would boil it in the like with other herbs like lemongrass and ginger so you would taste it as you bite into and chew it and like the the earthiness would come through but it was just a really weird texture for me and i just mm, 
That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I never had it grilled though. I think it would probably be more oh, interesting. Yes. Um, so next one is, uh, totpa, which is fried fish. fish. Yeah. Fried yeah. fish, basically. So tot is anything fried would say tot. So before yeah. it. Um, so totpa or tot guy or I don't know. Um, tot, uh, banana. <laughs> tot anything, literally yeah. anything. <laughs> um, so we have totpa and what they would do is like whenever it's dinner time and they really just want to throw like, this is like a, this is kind of like special occasion, but not really. Cause it's like every week yeah. they would get, um, pompano fish what do you call those fishes i don't know they would they would catch fish we live on a lake and they would catch the fish and come fry it up so sometimes it'd be catfish or it'd be like pompano fish that we buy at the market but it was really really good like uh, i liked it growing up and they would always say i would always ask them to save me the head the head was the best part <laughs> i would eat the eyeball and like literally clean that thing out it was so good it was so good what's your rank um <laughs> i think Totpa made um, oh, I don't know what top by me. I think top by was either A tier or S tier, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's S tier for me. Oh. Um, just because I had it so much growing up. And it was always my favorite because my parents would always leave me the head. And oh, that was my favorite. That's, that's yeah. cute. I, I didn't put it in S tier, but. What'd you put? Uh, I put it at like. I think I put it at B. No, no, I put it at B. Okay, I can't read. I put it at B because I like top bar, but, um,. It was a very neutral dish, you know? Yeah. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't necessarily a special occasion. It was kind of like, that was our normal, like, yeah. Dish my my mom had. really liked it, so yeah. she would just do it sometimes. Yeah. Um, it was really good, though. They would have other things that that um, fish you could eat with, you know? Mm -hmm. They'd always have, like, you know, the mukung was a good one that they would oh, pair it with. My gosh. The mukung and hot bai was really good. It is. Because fish is, like, kind of creamy because yeah. it's so fluffy. Yeah. It's so good with... The way they prepare it, too. It's crunchy all outside and it's so soft and creamy and on the inside. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like... It's moist. Oh, my God. <laughs> they would, but the thing is, when they prepare it, it's like a battlefield because <laughs> it's so hard to make it. And, like, right when you can hear it, like, you just this is how we grew up i would watch my mom prepare she'd have her tongs out and she'll be standing like really kind of far she'll put the fish in the oil cover it and run away because it would be like but you know but that was the best way to cook it i mean like oh it's a little dangerous oopsies but you know it's so good <laughs> my mom doesn't care she just lets it splatter <laughs> <laughs> my mom would just like she'll like you know she'll like ow ow but she'll still go towards it like she'll fight for this this is like this is a battle food I think that's what you know makes it so worthy <coughs> yay so we made it to the end of that list by Jacob Dean now it's to the next one and it's Lao Foods and Drink top 17 dishes and stacks you must try of course this is um cut we covered a bunch of dishes from this one um from the other one so we Probably won't be covering every dish, like all 17. Um, but this is from Go Laos Tours. And this one was made by, let me see. Uh, I think it's Jenny Nguyen. Yes, I think Jenny Nguyen made this uh, list, this blog of the top 17 dishes and snacks you must try. So we'll go back down. Um, we'll start at something that we haven't, I guess, started at. If yeah. that makes sense. All right. Okay. So... Mokba and mokba. I don't know what. How would you break that up? Like mok. How? Okay, it's cooked. It's steamed usually in like banana leaves. Yeah. And when you unfold the banana leaves, you'll see like this mound of mm. of meat mm -hmm. that's just put in a ball, basically mm -hmm. a bunch of herbs mm -hmm. and a bunch of seasoning, mm -hmm. and that's about it, right? Yeah. So if um, I guess we can break down if you like the patterns. It's uh, 
mokba ba is like fish, basically. Yeah, fish. Yeah. So um, I'm not sure what mok means. Um, mok refers to like that series of banana yeah. leaf. You can have steamed. like multiple things, like mok gai. Yeah. Um, I forgot what it is. It's cow brains. I can't remember what it is. Oh, it sounds you know, so good. It's good. That was like my favorite. That was like mok something. I forgot what it was. It was like cow brains and mok ba was my my S tier right there. I <laughs> love that. That is mo. Mm-hmm. I think that's you. Um, but Mokai wasn't my favorite favorite. I like that one. You like that one? Yeah, I yeah, do. that's fair. I think it's just because with Mokba, like the fish would break like apart so easily. And uh-huh. It was like, like you know, if you break off, like you take a little bit with sticky rice. Yeah, you're getting fish and everything in yeah. one bite. But with um, Mokai, it felt like you had to do a little bit more work breaking you're it not apart. Wrong. Yeah, that's true. But you know, everything is basically. I mean, all those oh, are really it's good. So good. Yeah, Mokba yeah. would have to be my favorite. All right, this that one. S-tier. Yeah, that's S tier. I say S tier. All right, this one. This one's good. So this one's S tier too. Yeah, this is S tier. Where it's kapiak scent, and so yes. kapiak scent is kapiak is like a fresh noodle. Yeah, a fresh noodle. Yeah, um, and scent is like the noodle. That's what they call noodles, I guess. You yeah, can say. scent. Yeah, yeah, scent. So noodle in Laos is scent, and then kapiak is like. Like this rice soup, I guess you could say. Kind of like rice soup because it is rice, like yeah. noodles. Like the way they make it, they have rice powder, mix it with water. I forgot what else they have. They, and they roll it out. Yeah, it's a one-to-one ratio of rice flour and tapioca flour. Mm-hmm. And then really boiling water. If it's not boiling, it, it won't. won't it yeah. Won't, yeah, it won't bind. Mm. So you got to burn your hands for this one. Yep. I, I make it all the time. And it's like, it's the noodles are just, especially when they're freshly made, it's so good. I like it when they're thicker. It's like chewier yes, and it's so good. Exactly. Um, what's good about Kapiak scent is that, um, you know, we said that it's made from rice and tapioca powder. And that is also acting kind of like cornstarch. So cornstarch yeah. is that thickening um, ingredient. So when you put it in the soup and you let it boil, it makes it thicker yeah like the soup will just be watered because it's just regular chicken broth basically chicken yeah. broth with fresh you know boiled chicken sauces herbs lemongrass shallots garlic all that um and then you mix it with the noodles and it's just so so good especially like after not saying i drink but a night of <laughs> drinking and you have a hangover and it's so good or in the morning after like a party um or just like anything in the morning oh, yeah. it's usually cooked on sunday mornings after a saturday night party for lao lao people so that's true yeah they will they'll have a saturday night party and they'll call and be like oh uh copy accent and they'll have it freshly made in a huge pot for everyone to yeah you know um and of course we had to top all that with chili powders and chili sauces like i would if it's not red it's not good you know true yeah definitely s tier for me s tier it's so wholesome yeah it's so wholesome i think everyone can share that experience and honestly i kind of miss it i haven't had it in so long it's so easy to make Mm -hmm. it really is it's just that it's better when my mom makes it (laughs) (laughs) or anyone else except for me (laughs) it's it's really easy to make i promise i know but i'm just lazy (laughs) (laughs) i think um this one too when we were talking about but which is like the the pork blood or cow blood is it's so good with this too yeah. it's like it's in the square blocky forms but it's like jello or tofu and it, it just goes really well with the broth and yeah, it, it's it amazing because it's that's the thing about pork blood it soaks up anything yeah that's yeah in, and it accentuates it more exactly it was always a treat when they had a quail eggs too <laughs> oh true all right on to the topic of soups lao pho Mm. So pho, I don't know if it originated in Vietnam first before it moved to Laos. It, it is 
originally right? a Vietnamese soup. Okay, yes. so just making sure. A lot of, you know, because they're all, they're both, like, they're basically side by side with each other. You right. know, Vietnam's border and Laos border basically merging. They're kind of overtaking a little bit. Oopsies. <laughs> um, but a lot of their stuff has been passed back and forth. So anything, uh, most Southeast Asian um, countries, you can see a lot of similarities between the spices they use and the dishes in general. And then you can see some... Even um, some influence from China, because a lot of people who uh, fled from China through Laos to Thailand, they brought along their cultures and their dishes and, you know, a lot of their recipes. So it, there's yeah. a lot of influence from everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, pho is definitely something of like a variation of Vietnamese pho soup. Uh, the difference... I, don't know what the difference would be besides like, you know, when we say Lao Pho, we have tripe and a lot of more meat, like um, um, beef the, eye rounds and stuff. The difference actually is just how quick they're made. Mm -hmm. In my experience, the difference is um, Vietnamese pho will usually, they, they want it to last a long time, mm -hmm. like when they're cooking it, to really tenderize their meat. Mm -hmm. Um and another difference is their use of spices. Yeah. They love putting spices in it and letting the meat speak for itself. Mm. Whereas when my mom makes pho, and I'm just basing Lao Pho off of her because that's my experience. Mm -hmm. um, she makes it the day of. Mm. And then we eat it later in the day. Yeah, yeah. Rather than have it sit overnight or two nights, you know. Mm -hmm. And and if when she gets the meat, it's not really tender. She just slices it up like that and then we eat it. Mm -hmm. It's really, really simple lao pho. Yeah, it's it's very... Everyone has, like, a different version of lao pho. Honestly, we can just say pho in general. Um, mm -hmm. It just made at different hostels. So, of course, that's going to be S-tier for me. Like, you know, that's, <laughs> a, that's a... That's that's something that I can't break apart from. I love eating pho, you know? <sighs> yeah, you're so right. That's, like... That's one thing that you really can't mess up. That's like, true. Unless yeah. you really tried, like, you know, you only used a powdered pho. Like. Oh, true. Yeah. 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 And the other difference is um, Lao people love to put stuff in their pho. Oh, yeah. 100%. A, a lot of stuff. And then when you go to, like, a Vietnamese restaurant, mm -hmm. you kind of don't need to. Yeah. Because it's not normalized. If you go to a Vietnamese restaurant and you sit at the table for pho, what they got is, like, sriracha and mm -hmm. hoisin sauce. They yeah. don't have the nampa, mm -hmm. the fish sauce, or the sugar and the mm -hmm. lime. Oh, yeah. Sugar is a you know, yeah, that's sugar. a must. You have that's to add sugar. That's a must. Yeah. Poison sauce, sriracha, chili oil. Chili oil. Um, the, the, the dried chilies. like the not dried chilies. Dried chilies yeah. and also dried garlic and dried onions. So, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. they have, like, the little garlic pieces. That, too, that's... You have to just add everything until you oh. can't even see the broth. Like, yeah, it's basically exactly. just half seasoning and then half uh, <laughs> Yeah. That's basically what it is. That's why, that's why it's fun to eat, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I think. I guess for the next one, okay, so we have Otlam. So I don't know if I'm saying that right. Otlam. Otlam. Um, it's, how do I describe it? I guess you can take reins on this one because I'm not very, I loved okay. it growing up, but I didn't know how to describe it as well. Okay, so we mentioned earlier Gangnam Might, mm -hmm. and that is a very, you know, prominent stew in Laos, but mm -hmm. another prominent stew is Otlam, and it is native to Luang Prabang, which mm -hmm. is no longer the capital of Laos, but mm -hmm. it was. It's like this mountainous region. Basically, uh, what's in it, what differs it from the Gangnamai is it doesn't have the Yanang leaves. Mm -hmm. It's more like um, Thai eggplant or just Chinese eggplant. Uh, it has the mushrooms that we were talking about. It has the meat. It has um, 
a bunch of herbs. Mm-hmm. I don't even know the names of some of these herbs. Yeah, they're about- literally just like stuff they just pick off, like you know, the garden. <laughs> They'll just wait. Oh, that that's fresh. Like that's put fresh. It, put it in. Yeah, that's, that's literally how it works. Like you know, if they're if the garden's already sprouting the vegetables, we'll take those vegetables and we'll make any dish out of it because yeah. it's like the same base but different like things added into yeah, it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, so that's one of them. I actually loved it growing up. Um, yeah, that was like is so yeah, good. that was S tier for sure. That is S tier. Yes, especially mm-hmm. with Joe Bong. Mm-hmm. With the jiao bong and ot lam, and you just mix it with your rice mm-hmm. and eat it together. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, it's, it's so, so good. good. It's very paste-like again. So a lot of these stews or soups in Lao, like, you know, they, they have that rice powder in it to make it a little bit thicker. Oh, it's so thick. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's just really good. I haven't, again, this is making me so sad because I haven't had these foods in so long. I need know? to make ot lam. I, I know. We'll, we'll do this again. <laughs> we'll make all these foods. Um, on this list, the next one's Laos beers. <laughs> Never had it. It's probably actually pretty expensive. Oh, I think in here, like here is definitely we all my grandpa always had it in his fridge, but what? beer lao. Um I guess they took like took up a more western taste, so they have Heineken. Heineken and Corona like was it Corona? No, I don't know. Um my dad drinks Bud Light. I think Bud Light, Heineken, and Corona are yeah. the new Lao beer in America. Really? Because they oh, don't right. drink yeah, they don't really drink beer Lao, like you know they don't get to they don't have that like you know it's like hard to buy a case of beer lao rather than buying heineken or bud light or mm-hmm. anything but that was that was, my grandpa still likes uh beer lao that's awesome um, but i think that's that's actually kind of funny i never had it so i can't i don't really i, I can't drink i'm not 21 but <laughs> i am and i can say that i don't really like beer that that's much fair, that's fair. <laughs> Ooh, this one so we're gonna move on to a little bit more of snack territory um so we're gonna finish up with snacks and maybe a little bit of dessert because we haven't really mm-hmm. talked about dessert and that is my favorite part yeah so starting <laughs> off this list with lao snacks is so mu so I don't know how to describe Somu either. It's like a raw sausage, basically. Yeah, it is because it's from it is fermented pork, mm-hmm. and it keeps like the the pork skin like chopped mm-hmm. up into worms in it, mm-hmm. and it's it's flavored with like garlic and namba or mm-hmm. fish sauce and MSG. Like it, it's it's really like that. That's yeah. What. It, if you look at a picture of Sontmu, it looks raw. Um, it's mostly, a lot of this food is fermented, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was younger, I don't know if it was the same for you, but my mom wouldn't let me eat this because she thought it would give me stomach aches because you do kind of have to have a little bit older digestive yeah. system. My mom, my mom said that... Um, that it's not good to eat raw, but I was like, okay. I didn't even know you could cook it. Like, I thought that's just how it was, you know? I know, yeah. Like, I read, even as a kid, I was, like, looking at the package, and it would be, like, a picture of a saute pan. I was like, what's that about? We never sauteed it. That's the no, thing. We I just, just eat it raw. straight up. Yeah, it's so, so sticky rice. Yeah, it's you eat it with sticky rice. Of course, there's, like, a one Thai pepper, chili pepper in the packet. And usually people just eat it as a snack. So when I was, um, I would go to, like, we would have smart lunch at our school. Basically, you mm. can leave school, you know, and yeah. you can go out. And there was this Thai, um, you know, we have a huge Thai community back in, or Thai, sorry, not Thai, Lao community. Yeah. But they market as Thai. Um, so, you know, we would have our Lao, like, restaurants and our Lao markets. We would go there. I would usually get, like, um, Sompmu and then some Kaunil uh, or just, you know, just sticky rice in general. Mm-hmm. And I would just eat it in the car True. while studying or something. And it was, like, it's just really good. It's sour. It's, so good. it's salty. It's just really good. And if uh, this is for my Lao people out there, like, when I grew up, my mom didn't let me eat, like, the actual meat, but she would pull out, like, I call them worms. We always they call them worms. worms yeah. it's, it's basically just pig skin, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just, it's chewy, and it's, like, 
crunchy at the same time. It's just really good. It's good. Yeah. I like it. And my mom would just make me eat that. Like, she wouldn't let me eat the rest because she was scared that I was going to get, a, like, a stomachache or something. Oh. She would protect me, but I would sneak behind her back and I'd eat it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this one's good. Okay. Yeah, this so, kautom, have you, how do you know? I never heard, like, the full. I've only had kautom. Yeah. I just say, like, like, with goi. Yeah. With banana. Yeah. Um, so, basically, what it is, it's, like, it's a traditional like loud dessert kind sometimes it can be like savory sometimes not always but some yeah, people like it, it savory is. some people like it sweet i love mine sweet yeah um it's rice sticky rice mostly mixed with coconut milk and you normally they have one um item in yeah one like, flavor yeah one flavor so you have banana leaf or like, not banana leaf sorry <laughs> bananas so they would yeah. cut up a banana and they put it in the middle of the the rice and they would wrap it in a banana leaf and they would steam it yeah it's similar to mm-hmm. tamales mm, yeah 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 it's just more savory i think and even with that there's like a loud version of that and of like tamales mm-hmm. really but like even like because um i think when That's i worked interesting. yeah when i worked at red walk and um one of the hispanic workers brought home uh brought some over so we can try some and i was like this is like i don't even know what it's called but it was literally the same thing oh yeah yeah with rice not with like it's corn with rice yeah it was with wow. rice and it tasted just the same and i was like oh my god oh that's like, so awesome i can yeah. give something like alejandro yeah I think and it's it. actually really neat it's it's the whole banana wrapping it in some type of leaf like yeah um and like banana leaf is for us that's an essential you know yeah it is if we didn't have a banana leaf then you know we're, we're dead like, that's, <laughs> it, that's it yeah we need it mm-hmm. but yeah so it's really, really, really good. Um, I think my favorite would have to be banana. Yeah, banana's yeah. the best one. It's basic, but it's, like, the best one. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the other ones were, but there's also one that's um, There's, like, savory. a red bean one. Oh, yeah, red there's bean. There's a taro one. I don't really like taro I like red bean. Taro. I like the banana. It's just, like it, the banana it's a good too. balance between um, sweet and just a little bit savory because of the rice. But, yeah. So, that one would have to be, um, I think I put the S tier. Because yeah, that's, that's, that's a treat. I don't know. That's an essential, yeah. Mm, oh, this one. This one's good. This Kanom Kok. Kanom Kok. Yeah. Kanom Kok is... How do you... How, how would you... Okay, when I was working at um, Thai Hut, mm-hmm. they would... Uh, one of my co-workers, she would call it, like, a, a Lao cupcake. Mm. <laughs> Even though it's, like, not really the same. Yeah, don't get missed, because, again, this is audio, so, like, you know, a lot of people will be like, oh, a Lao cupcakes. Or, or like, a Lao pizza. Know, or like, <laughs> a flour. No, I was like, no, there's no flour in any of these dishes. No. Yeah, there's no flour yeah. in this. It's just blended up jasmine rice mm-hmm. with coconut milk, mm-hmm. and then... Um, a little I think bit of tapioca sh- powder, yeah, and sugar. tapioca powder, sugar, and a little bit sometimes green onions. Sometimes yes, green onions. Um, yes. basically, it's a spe- you have to have special um equipment equipment for, for this. So it's like you'll have these pans that you put over like your heat source, and they have little divots in them. It's like a I half guess, sphere. Yeah, it's a half sphere. It's almost like eggs like you know you can put eggs yeah. on top of it that's yeah. how it's like a half sphere where you can put eggs in like an egg holder but it's not for eggs it's for you know kind of kind cook. Cook, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you would pour um the batter the batter in basically and you would let it cook and harden just a little bit like make it crispy on the edges yeah and then they would take sometimes they take a toothpick or something and they would flip it so it cooks on the inside some people they don't oh, do it really? they steam it my, yeah, my mom steams yeah it. some people steam it some people flip it um and then they would take it out and it's like 
it almost looks like a macaroon, like, you know, the half of a macaroon. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and it's like kind of like that, but it's so sweet and soft and creamy oh, in the man, middle. Yeah. And on the outside, it's a little bit of crunchy and yeah. it's hard and it's so, so good. And it is, my mom loves making that. And yeah. it's so easy to make too. Um, my, I think honestly, the texture kind of reminds me of like, um, a looser mochi. Oh yeah, that's good. That's a yeah. It's not as stretchy. No, it's um, not stretchy. Yeah, so it's not like pounded or anything. It's it's like cooked. You know, it's just yeah. It's actually like rice. Yeah, it's the shape that reminds us of mochi. Right, um, and yeah. then of course uh, it's the English name. I guess is coconut custard cake. It's a if custard yeah, but there's would, no custard. In yeah, that. it's I guess they like describe like custard is like that. Velvety, velvety, uh, soft, creamy texture, texture rather right. than the egg custard. You know that right. everyone knows. That's true. But of course, it just S-tier. sounds misleading. Yeah, it's misleading just a little bit. But you know, it's S tier. There's no, there's no. Um, ooh, ooh, this one. Kautipate. Kautipate. That's just Vietnamese yeah. bun mi. Yeah, it's Vietnamese bun mi, but a lot of twist. Yeah. So this is <laughs> another twist. one of those like. Um, and this, of course, it's like French influence too, because Laos was uh, also colonized. Yeah, colonized by like France. Um, so Kautipate is one of like it's influenced by Vietnam and also French, like France in general. Yeah, because France influenced the yeah. banh mi. If you ever had a Vietnamese, I guess like you can say a Vietnamese sandwich. Like if you ever had like sometimes they have the pork paste, the different meats on theirs. We have like y'all, which yeah. is I don't know how do you like describe it? Some of these are so hard to describe. It's like um bologna. Yeah, bologna but for pork and it's like pork and black pepper. Yeah. yeah. And it's just so good. And we have that. Of course, we have sometimes kewpie mayo, butter, yeah. um and and just different like vegetables. I don't like putting the the um what is it? The carrots and the onions that were Oh, I like it. You don't, you like that? Yeah, cuz they're they're a little pickled. Yeah, they're pickled. Like There's pickled carrots and onions. I love putting cucumbers in. Of course, no cilantro for me. And then jalapenos. Cilantro <laughs> and jalapenos all the way for me. I know. <laughs> and that's that's just that's a you know, you can't argue with that. That has to be sap sap. Like that, that's that is <laughs> that is sap sap. I mm-hmm. always like it. That's the peak of sap sap right there. True. Thank you, Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And I don't want to say thank you to France because they colonized Laos, but you know. all they gave us was like bread and then yeah, left. Yeah, you gave us bread and <laughs> left, I guess. <laughs> they gave them um, bread and like French mm-hmm. lessons, like learning the language. But it didn't it. really like stick, you know? <laughs> it did for some of my relatives that oh, live really? in Quebec. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. They live in Quebec. <laughs> you know, like, um, I, I'll cut this out later, but Bruno, you yeah. know, he got cousins and Oh, he's and actually French. Yeah, yeah. he's actually French it's too. Actually French. It's so funny though. It's like hearing him speak French is funny. It, it just, is. Yeah. Because he's he's actually like so pretentious, like oh, a yeah. French person. I'm like, oh my god, I can see where he gets it from. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> back to what we're talking about. Keep that he's in. He's gonna kill us. <laughs> he's never gonna see it. He's just gonna agree with us. <laughs> he's gonna kill us. <laughs> but that Bruno's my old boss, and you know, if you listen to this, Bruno, if you're ever we probably won't, but Love you, my guy. <laughs> no, no harm. But, uh, all right, for the next one, I don't know how to, like, I never heard it like this. I never, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's fried seaweed, basically. But it's not, like, oh, the yeah. fried seaweed that you would have, like, I don't know. It's um, not Japanese. algae. Yeah, it's it's not, not any of the, it's, like, legitimate seaweed, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, it's legitimate seaweed, and they sun-dry it with sesame seeds on there, and sometimes, like, they have different herbs, but most of it's just literally seaweeds and yeah, sesame. Yeah. And my mom usually she likes it with like a dry tomato mm-hmm. on it. I I'm okay with it. I don't like it. That was my D tier. I didn't uh, like it. I'm okay with it. It was 
bitter and it just didn't taste good. It was you're very right. dry growing up. Like, I would right. have it and I would choke immediately. <laughs> it is bitter. You're right. It's mm-hmm. also like really stringy. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Um, all right. So that's the end of the list from, uh, Go Lost Tour. We're going to move into, to finish off this podcast. We're going to move into some of them that we found that not a lot of people know of a little bit more like authentic. I guess, or something that's more... Um, it's pulled from our like, yeah. Laotian American experience. Yeah, really. and also you don't really find these in the Thai restaurants that you find. No, like, you don't. America. You're so right. We'll start with, let's see. Um, oh, I guess since we talked about Kapiak, like Kapiak scent, we also have Kapiak Kao, which is rice soup. It's kind of like porridge. Yeah, it's like yeah. kanji. Yeah, kanji. It's basically kanji, and that I would have to say S tier because that was... That 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 <laughs> helped me live. Like that revitalized me when I was sick. Uh, that was always the the medicine, you know, whenever I was sick, like they would feel my forehead and be like, oh my god, you're warm. Cup of scent. Or not cup of scent, cup of cow. Like <laughs> make it stat. Yeah. And that would just save me. That would that would resurrect me. And that that was it. That, that's how I live to this day. I don't need health insurance. Like I don't need <laughs> anything. I just need cup of cow. <laughs> Is that S tier? Yeah, 100 percent S tier. Yeah, gotcha. Um Dom Kem. How do you, how would you, it's like, it's braised pork in China, like Chinese dishes that would be somewhat of like braised pork, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely come from different roots. Like I've yeah. seen the dish in like, in China. Mm-hmm. I've even seen it in Japan as oh, yeah. far as Japan. But like Dom Kem is like caramelized sugar. Oh yeah, yeah. Basically that's like the pro- pronounced taste that you mm-hmm. get. Um, caramelized sugar and ginger mm-hmm. and garlic. Oh Yeah. And fish sauce. Mm-hmm. That's and what it's you get. A very dark, you know, you have to braise the pork and the eggs and everything. So it's a very mm-hmm. dark colored, uh, uh, like, stew. Like, D- almost. Yeah, it's a stew. Yeah. yeah. I'll say stew. And, of course, the eggs would be, like, covered and tinted in that dark yeah. sauce. So even when you cut it up, it's like, you know, you can see the edges as it seeps yeah. in. And sometimes it would have um, chicken feet. And I would love the oh, chicken feet. That's the best the chicken one. feet. True. I would say that one's kind of A tier, B tier. I, I don't yeah, have it as much. Really. So that's why I can't really say it. But it was really good when I did. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm, and the next one is Sakunya Sai. And uh, how do you, how would, again, this is really hard to describe to people who never had these dishes. Uh-huh. It's this, um, ball and it's like a tapioca ball so the outside is very chewy almost like mochi yeah it is it's more mochi yeah it's more mochi but it's like a warm mochi so you would steam this and when you steam it it gets translucent and you can see inside um inside i wish i knew exactly what was inside of it it's kind of like sometimes it would have meat in it sometimes it like i don't know if it's like um it's actually it is meat it's a mix of meat and like um, turnip, fried turnip. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's actually made very, very similar to the caramelized tom kem mm. because the the meat in the turnip they're fried in like this burnt sugar basically, mm. and it's it's hard to make because of you're forming the tapioca ball with mm-hmm. smaller tapioca balls. Yeah, they're really tiny, like. <laughs> tiny that's like a bite yeah it's a bite but it's so so good it's so good yeah it's i need so to make good. it and like what they would do is they would it's they would make a disc and they would put the filling inside roll it back up and then they would steam it basically mm-hmm. but it's a very very 
particular hard to make dish because sometimes you wouldn't make it right it would be too chewy too hard oh. it wouldn't steam right you know stuff like that it would break apart it would melt like oh. you have to be really careful with it but that is s tier for me that is pretty s tier i don't yeah. get it very often it's so good but whenever i do it's so good mm-hmm. and they top it off with some uh fried um onions or fried, fried shallots yeah shallots or garlic and it's just so so and good. dried pepper mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. my god it's so we have that one for S tier. Next one is <laughs> definitely Galapao. And what if this is a better picture? Galapao is basically the Lao version of bao buns or uh, how do you say it? like Chinese Chinese bao yeah Chinese bao buns. So it's like that soft outer breading, like very bun. fluffy, yeah, very it's white. fluffy white. Like it's just really good. But the insides are a little bit different. For us, we had like our we would have ground up pork or beef and but it would be it would of course be like you know a little bit of law flavoring in there yeah, with mixed season. herbs yeah um different sauces and everything there would be an egg there would be chinese sausage in it yeah. so it was just really good growing up that yeah. was s tier that's <laughs> tier that's just good most of these are s tier and then finally this is how we're gonna end <laughs> this podcast i guess should we you can go ahead no you go Okay, so I guess I, a lot of people would, like, get on me for my pronunciation of this. I'm going to let you say it. Which one? <laughs> Namban. You're saying it right. I know, but everyone's like, you're saying it wrong. I'm like, Namban. I don't want to say it. Yeah, Namban. Namban. And so, num is, like, water. water or, like, like, num refers to, like, liquid. Liquid. Yeah, there you go. That's better. Num and then one is, like, sweet. sweet. Yeah, sweet. There you go. Yeah. So, it's, like, sweet liquid. <laughs> sweet water, sweet soup. Yeah. And what it, what it is, basically, is coconut milk. And the coconut milk has different things inside of it. Honestly, like, a lot of people, it's kind of like boba. boba. <laughs> it's like boba. Kind of, yeah. But they they have these, like, um, these, like, there's, I saw this recently, a hot pot version of this. But yeah, it wasn't I've necessarily loud, like, numban, but... Um, it's this boiled coconut and you have different jellies to put in it. Mm-hmm. So some people put like, you know, have grass jellies you have. Um, what's another one? They have, it's like these colorful star jellies. Yeah. Um, they would be like rainbow ones. And then they have these really crunchy jellies, uh, like lychee jellies. Um, mm-hmm. You would also, what's another thing? The, there's this green one. It's like a green string looking and it kind of looks like worms. And they, it, I don't know what the hell you'd say that. It, Honestly, um, I know that Namvan definitely originates from China, mm-hmm. be- especially because you saw that hot pot mm-hmm. thing. It's definitely very Chinese influence. Mm-hmm. Ours tends to like have when it is jelly, it's like tapioca. That's mm. that's like um, boiled. Yeah. To softness. Yeah. Some people like it hot. Some people like it cold. I like mine cold. So cold. I put ice in it. Yeah. Straight up cold. I, I like cold. And I, some, when I was little, I, I used to get sick all the time. I would just drink the coconut milk. <laughs> just drink the coconut Yeah. Because it was good. And so they would put yeah, jackfruit sometimes in it. It was just like, it's almost like Halo Halo from the Philippines. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So that, that makes more sense. It's like, um, they have all that things, uh, like all that ingredients sitting in like coconut milk and you just eat it together and it's cold and it's amazing. Yeah, that's true. It's so good. And I honestly, miss it so much but it's easy S-tier. to make s tier yeah s tier it has to be a s tier i almost said a tier it's not a tier it's s tier s tier because it comes in so many shapes oh, and yeah. forms 100 and i think like different people make it different ways like mm-hmm. some people like it hot i don't like it hot like i like my i've cold. never met a person that liked it hot really i probably like killed them in my sleep <laughs> you're know. thinking about it you're you're scheming <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's a great way to end this podcast is to end with an s tier food but True. that there's is a lot of s tiers yeah, there's so many s tiers i guess like 
Um, the most that the lowest I had was, of course, a fried seaweed and chicken hearts just because it's not a very big dish in our culture. But it's also like it's OK. Like it's not my favorite. Yeah. But it's also like, you know, I wouldn't ask for it like craving. Wise. True. <laughs> yeah. But um, I guess one takeaway from this is that, you know, being so far away from home, you kind of just miss it. Honestly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't have oh, my sure. mom or my dad to cook this stuff for me. So I do miss like getting going home from work or just waking up in the morning and just smell the food like straight mm-hmm. up like when I get walking in the house it just yeah. smells like badak <laughs> it was such a privilege to mm-hmm. experience that growing up because essentially when our parents immigrated and, and everything over here they had to adapt to an environment that didn't have like fish paste yeah. and you know namba and stuff like that and now we're kind of feeling that same way being at exactly. college. We don't have access to that. Raleigh doesn't have a lot of Southeast Asian yeah. stores. It's mostly like Korean or East South, Asia. like East Asian stores. Um, and anything that is Southeast or South Asian, it's not fresh produce. It's mostly like um, like snacks and yeah. packaged things that aren't necessarily like, it doesn't represent us fully. Right, exactly. Um, I wish there was more like, authentic Southeast Asian restaurants, like not restaurants, but markets here just so we can have the ingredients mm-hmm. to make these things. But it's Or difficult. the tools. Yeah, the tools I don't too. even have like a mortar and pestle yeah, like the Laotian one. Like how do you make them a home without that? Like there's no way. Exactly. You can't even eat it. Jail. I won't even eat it. Exactly. If you find a way, I won't eat it unless it's made with that. Like if I don't hear <laughs> the pro- like thump, 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 like you know? Yeah, your mouth doesn't water yeah. if you don't hear that. Yeah. Like I just I can't make it the same. And I think honestly I would ask my parents like I got, I'm moving into a new apartment. I'm gonna ask them as in a new household like you know, a gift yes. is to have that like if they can buy it for me because I just love it so much. True. It's, it's so convenient. You can use it for anything. Exactly. Like, it's like, you can use a little weapon. You can use <laughs> it to break ice. You can use it to, like, you know, roll out some... <laughs> yeah, I yeah. use it to roll out some stuff if I don't have a rolling pin. True. But you can use it for anything. That's what I love about, like, <laughs> loud people. They're resourceful. <laughs> they are, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, we, uh, as a disclaimer, I know we didn't cover, like, very, very... Um, Obscure uh, like, stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, we do eat things like grasshoppers but not everyone experiences that you know exactly um i i had grasshoppers once it it wasn't too bad um it just wasn't something that i would you know keep eating as a snack it was uh crunchy where you wouldn't expect it and then soft where you just wanted it to be crunchy and it was just uh it's, that's interesting yeah so you know we didn't get to cover all those things but we did have a very similar experience with food um mm-hmm. of course every household is different but i wish that everyone gets to experience true authentic Lao food at least once in their life and, yeah you know going to Lao restaurants and Thai restaurants aren't the same you absolutely know? not no like if you're just going to Lao restaurants or Thai restaurants in their big city it's most likely westernized and they're not as authentic as you want it to be when you really taste not even like the seasonings and the way they prepare it it's the setting too like Sunday morning pho or kalpiak scent mm-hmm. is so much better than just a restaurant kapiak center restaurant pho it's just that ambiance that's really special to that like dish in general um so i definitely wish that everyone gets to try a lot of food at least once it i think it is a good bonding experience to be able to eat certain dishes from different cultures it yeah, helps exactly. everyone understand each other you know yeah i agree and, you know, because we have that criticism with Lao and Thai restaurants sometimes where it doesn't feel authentic enough coming from Laotian people, there are creators that you can 
look to and you know reference because there are like laotian people that are already releasing like um recipe videos or even a recipe book like hawker fair is my favorite mm-hmm. um go-to for laotian recipes or thai isan recipes um his name is james siabut mm-hmm. i think that's how you say it he's a refugee and his book is called hawker fair mm-hmm. So if you want to understand experience and also get really good recipes, I recommend that. Mm-hmm. And there's very little like authentic law dish like recipe books around. So it's really nice to be able to support. To have that. Um, yeah. yeah, to have that and to have our recipes passed down. Because again, we're not a very, um, how do you say? like We don't document Yeah, things. we don't really document it. It's really hard to know how to make something unless you were told how to make it growing up right because exactly. you know we don't have like measurements like oh you use exactly a teaspoon of this or a cup of this we right. pour it until it's right it's, it's always feeling it. yeah we feel it and you taste it until it tastes right you exactly. don't you don't add it exactly and it's supposed to taste right it's different mm-hmm. you know everybody's different so i think that's one really special thing about law food that i i just learned to i grew up loving so much exactly Mm -hmm. but that's a great way to end this podcast thank you guys so much for you know keeping in touch with us and supporting us throughout this whole process if you made it this far thank you so much for listening um just stay tuned with us and on our instagram page and our soon to be youtube channel and everything (laughs) i still haven't done it yet my bad my bad but it's not your fault. <laughs> we've been busy. Yeah, we've been busy. We have midterms soon. So we wanted this to be a very lighthearted, fun episode so we wouldn't have mm-hmm. to stress too much. Um, I hope everyone has a nice rest of the week. And, you know, yep, that's basically it. Yeah. Enjoy some law food. <laughs> Enjoy some law food. Thank you so much. Ooh, tama, tama. Tama. <laughs>